only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit One, go. AMC announces a special sneak webisode of The Walking Dead where Glenn dies and we got the owner and founder of Big Old Box of Stuff tonight on the Comic Book Jerk Show. And we also got a special 1989 Batman review on the website as well as a couple of new gameplay videos on the Comic Book Jerk gaming website called Double Agent. So stick around. We're about to kick that music off, Drac, and are you ready to rumble? Let's do it. Because this week we've got no wrestling facts to talk about except for AJ Lee leaving. So kick the music. From the flamers and noobs who were trolling the fans, the midichlorian masterminds concocting a plan before he had an emporium of Endorian L's, and he was complaining about those movies starring Christian Bell, and his manga mastermind returned again to reboot his new show with all his geeky friends, like the difference in Wookiees and Tribbles and Kibbles and Bits, the story comes together like a reductor twist from Harry Potter, or maybe it's worse, you might even curse the jerk for reminding you that everything's worse in the back of your mind, he says what you never could, and you never should, and you never would, but he could. So listen up, troll, and let's go. It's time to sit back and watch a comic book jerk show. So what's up, Fat Daddy? What's up? Hey, what's going on, jerk? Hey, Robert, how you doing tonight? I'm doing fine as wine. How you doing? Doing great. So so tell us a little bit about this big old box of stuff, guys. I know, well, I know hold I've on, been hearing a lot about it. Hold on just a second, Aaron. You didn't even introduce the guy. That was your that was your cue to go ahead and introduce him. That was that was a pass off to you, man. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Robert Rice, the founder and owner of BigOldBoxOfStuff.com, the company that I predict will put Lane Crate out of business. Yeah, the past couple of uh, crates that I got from Luke Crate have been big old boxes of shit. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, Lane Crate. For legal purposes, lame crate. You'll have to bleep that. <laughs> so, Robert, what, what made you get, get started in the big old box of stuff? Because there's a lot of stuff going on right now. There's Geek Box and Nerd Box and Nerd Block and all kinds of different box companies. What separates your box company from anything else? You know, there is a lot out there. And at first I was a little bit uh, nervous about starting it. But, you know... Um, I did sign on to get NerdBlock and uh, Loot Crate. Um, I don't want to, definitely don't want to down anybody. I'll, I'll let you guys do that. But <laughs> oh, we definitely got a lot to say about that last but, Ghostbusters uh, fucking bullshit. <laughs> but at the same time, I, you know, um, I'm looking around. I'm thinking, what would I like to receive on a monthly basis? And um, that's the same thing. I think I think everybody wants, you know, some good quality. Action figures, nice comic books, um, good collectibles. And so I was trying to figure out how exactly to go about it. And I said, well, hell, why don't I just put a questionnaire with marketable um, properties? You know, obviously I can't do every single property because not every single thing has merchandise. 
Yeah. So, right. you know, if, if you, if you're looking for something in particular and we don't have it on there, chances are it might not have the merchandise to do it. However, just had a guy, uh, do a questionnaire and he put, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but Cole Jack, the night stalker. And Oh yeah. I yeah. They about, even rebooted that show. I about flipped out. So I took to the internet and guess what? I found him some stuff. So uh, <laughs> that's going to be on the way in his box and uh, along with a few other surprises that I just happen to have. But, uh, yeah, basically that's that's about it. Just now, see, Drake, Robert, Drake no. pointed me. Go, hey, Drake, earlier you pointed out a video to me and I, uh, of a dude unboxing some of the, the big old box of stuff. And I thought the dude was going to cry because he got pretty much everything that he filled out in the souvenir that he wanted. You know, give or take. Filled out in the souvenir. The serving, uh, <laughs> you, you, you got me speaking jibber jabber. Drink, drink another beer. I pity the fool. <laughs> but here's the thing about it. The one thing that that you said a while ago was was the fact that you said that he asked for a certain thing, and you you said you went to the internet. Yes, so, sir. Yes, sir. You know. All right. Here's so here's what we got, folks. We got. The owner of the company, all right, he is personally reading these emails, all right? He is personally handpicking your orders for you. So, I mean, it's not like they've got a they've got 100 people that are doing it. The owner of the company who, who has put his stake into it, I mean, he's, he's put his livelihood and his, and his passion into it, is, is literally filling these orders himself. Uh, um, we were, you know, we had a phone conversation earlier and, uh, Robert, I mean, tell, I mean, tell us a little bit, I mean, tell us about how close the family that big old box of stuff is. Well, um, my wife happens to work, uh, at the Columbia Museum of Art. She's very talented. Uh, my little girl, she's 10 years old. Uh, she actually is the, uh, I guess the artistic design of Bobo herself. Um, He's got a ten-year-old CEO, man. That's genius. That's it. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> knows toys like a ten-year-old, man. But yeah, Nobody. she's she's great. She's great, and uh, we all have a part in it. Um, so pretty much uh, for right now, it's uh, it's us three, you know, sink or swim. But I uh, I really think we're going to float to the top and uh, give everybody else a run for the money. Now, here's what I pictured, Robert. Just a moment ago, you said that you took to the Internet to find this Kojak, the Night Stalker stuff. And I literally pictured you walking over to a statue and pulling its head back and pressing the red button. And this door <laughs> opening up and you sliding down the bat hole, dude, to get to the bat computer in, in time to get this guy's stuff to him. Like, that's that's how awesome that I think big old box of stuff is. Because it's not something that, that you, just, you just randomly get without... Uh, I don't know. It's not stuff that, that everyone else gets. I mean, it's stuff individually tailored mm-hmm. to your needs mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's it's stuff that that you want rather than stuff that everybody else has got. I mean, your own unique individuality is put into just going to your website and signing up for it. Exactly. Well, exactly. It's just like it's just like us, you know, uh other than this podcast, Aaron and I we both we work together at a uh certain um online retail uh store that uh, will not mention the name 
um, just because, you know, we don't want nobody, you know, we don't want people to think that they're affiliated with us or whatever. But anyway, um, we work for a certain company and, um, I got on the, uh, the lame crate kit and was telling everybody about this awesome December box. Yeah. Uh, and it even talked me into getting that shit. And I was like, <laughs> all they sent me was a motherfucking candy cane. <laughs> I was like, and it wasn't even a big candy cane. It was one of those little tiny candy canes, dude, that you would eat and be like, was that it? Is that all that I get? That and a doorstop? I was like, although the one thing we did get that was pretty cool was the Funko Pop. But here's the thing about it, though. Here's the thing about it, though. We had that Funko Pop, and about 150 other people that work with us have that Funko Pop. Yeah, so so now now at my desk. Now at my desk, I hide my Funko Pop because I like to be a, an individual person. I like to have stuff that's different than everybody else. So I don't want my Funko Pop sitting up to a whole line of Joker Funko Pop. So I keep mine hidden. I'm, I'm about to the point where I'm about to say I don't care if it's in the box or not. I'm about to open it up and spray paint it black or something and call it like Black Spider-Man Funko Pop or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm like saying. He would. That's the sad part about it is he would. <laughs> I want everybody to have a different experience. You know, some things are going to be, you know, pretty similar, but most of the things are going to be very different, insanely different. So when we see these, and I really, really hope that uh, that the people out there do post more videos because that is just awesome, and it makes me feel so proud and so great um, when I see, you know, happy people. Um, unboxing we these things and enjoying definitely the stuff. don't want me to do a review. <laughs> <laughs> My reviews turn out to be horrible. Uh, I actually did a bunch of reviews called um, what was a Drac Super Cheapo Treasures. Oh yeah. And what yeah. I what I would do is I would buy all the stuff that I could find at a Dollar Tree or a Dollar Mart, like anything involving superheroes. Mm -hmm. I did a whole three minute review on these magic towels. They're basically these little blocks you drop in water and oh, they turn yeah. into actual like towels mm -hmm. and i mean i've done some stupid reviews and, man. and the and, sad part about it is those we both have an extensive collection of these towels exactly. <laughs> my Just, little girl what? has the whole spongebob set i know what you mean yeah oh, well, i've got yes. like all the batman ones so there you go, there you go. so so it, that sounds sounds to me like if i was to fill out one of your surveys or serverless <laughs> i would i would probably say i would like to have a bunch of spider-man magic towels I would fill that box completely full. Of I promise you that. Be like, hey, Drac, I've got I've got another twenty five magic towels for you, and another twenty five for my daughter. So everybody gets a magic towel. It's like Oprah's in this. You, you, right you realize, you, you realize, Robert, that you just filled his entire Christmas shopping list. Oh, believe me, I'm writing it down as we speak. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. You are going to get some magic towels. I promise no, it's, you that. It's, it's, I no, promise no. you that. You will get a case of them. <laughs> no, not only did I did magic towels, but you know you know those candy cigarettes they made? Oh, God, yes. Oh, yes. Now you're trying to really make him work, man. I mean, Smoke I think they quit Johnny. making them. 
15 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> I had some Marvel superheroes candy sticks, dude, and I, I built a whole tower at, at the end of the review. I got so bored with doing the review, I built a tower out. I was like, what do you want me to do with these nasty chalk-tasting things? That's awesome. I was like, should, should I go outside on the street and... and do chalk drawings and stuff with them, or should I eat them? They taste horrible. That's awesome. Now, now, now speaking of uh, speaking of something that I thought was random, uh, and I'm going by this unboxing video because it's the only video that I've you know that I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. There was a Sam Adams beer opener. Now, <laughs> what? what was that all about? I I put down. Um, I, I like to just throw throw in things. Um, I put in a questionnaire, you drink monster drinks, coffee, or beer, or brewskis, something like that, and I wanted to just try to get something like, like I was even thinking about, because, you know, let's face it, uh, comic book people, I mean, we're, we're night owls, and I drink coffee, I exactly. love coffee. You're either I drink either. monster, he <laughs> drinks so, Red Bull. So, exactly, they go hand in hand, so, so I'm wanting to be... Uh, I'm wanting to get involved with the Monster Drink uh, Corporation also and maybe get some coupons and, and some swag from them. Um, That's awesome. And uh, I managed to, to snag some things from from Sam Adams' vendor, and uh, right. that just happens to be one of the things. So I know, that's, I know that seems very random, but at the same time, you know, when you're reading a comic why not pop open a beer and enjoy it <laughs> i mean you know it sounds silly but you know hey now I, I remember whenever uh whenever christmas rolled around about three years ago the only thing that i got for christmas was a spider-man coffee mug and to this day i still cherish that thing because it was it was a three-dimensional like coffee mug mm-hmm. and and it was sold at big lots and they still wanted like ten dollars for it and every time i went to big lots i was like oh man i wish i had that coffee mug wish i had that coffee mug so christmas rolled around and i didn't get nothing you know next day rolled around and i was like oh what's this i had one present left and it was just that spider-man coffee mug I was like, awesome. well let me tell you something i've got i've got anybody in the world's coffee mug beat i have an original Fonzarelli coffee mug. What? It's got what? the font. I kid you hey. not. Yes, it has the fonts <laughs> on the coffee mug. That and is correct. I don't care if somebody offered me fifty-five million dollars. I don't think I would take it. Well, I you know. just just, just uh, <laughs> I what I would recommend, brother. I believe I'd sell my wife for fifty-five dollars. Yeah, you job. know. <laughs> I would I would recommend if you ever meet Drac, don't ever let him use that coffee mug because he might try to redo the whole Thor thing where he slams the coffee mug down on the ground. Oh Lord, no! <laughs> I would oh. never do your coffee mug that way. It would break I my heart. Two special. I have two special coffee mugs myself. I have a uh, Avengers coffee mug that I got last year for Christmas, and then I have a, uh, a Justice League one that I got a couple of years ago that I keep at work. Cool. So I mean. I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> when it comes to coffee mugs, if you work in an office, man, you'll see some unbelievable coffee mugs. Like we got a friend uh, that made us some cozies that was like each one of them had a different color Ninja Turtle. Cool. Yeah, I got was It was really neat, dude. That's awesome. So what's the deal? I, I hear they're supposed to be killing off one of the turtles. Yeah, well, uh, this, supposedly uh, Donatello got sledgehammered. Allegedly. By, uh, 
Bebop or Rocksteady or one of them. You know, I I kind of didn't pay attention to it because I know once you kill a mainstream character, it's it's just a matter of two two issues later and he's back. Exactly. Like all, yeah. Like coming yeah. back. I hope that wasn't a spoiler, but you but, know, like I said, they'll I mean, be back. Well, <laughs> it's not really a spoiler because I mean, if you're going to kill any Ninja Turtle, unless, why not kill the unless <laughs> unless it's the Walking Dead. Allegedly. <laughs> Look when out, they Glenn. Kill, when they, yeah. Look out, Glenn. Whenever, whenever uh, they kill somebody in the comic book of The Walking Dead, I said the comic book. I don't know about the TV show because we never know who's going to show back up on that show. Well, yeah. what what happens in the TV show is you can kill them off, and then about five or six episodes later, they come back as ghosts or hallucinations before another character dies, and you're like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. And I believe that I can freely talk about the death of Glenn in the comic book on this air, uh, you know, on on this show right now, on the air, because, I mean, if you and haven't... people don't know by com- now. Right, if you, if, if you read the comic book and you haven't got to that issue yet, then you're way behind anyway. So... You know, Glenn was brutally beaten with a baseball bat. It was horrible. Well, well I'll take it, I mean, I'll take it like this. Hanging out of his face. I mean, it was like one of the most gruesome scenes I've ever seen in a comic book. Yeah. And yeah. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's not coming back. Not even as a zombie. Yeah. Well, this, this might be a horrible way to think about it, but I refuse to read The Walking Dead until somebody colorizes that. And I've only read one issue because the first issue, somebody actually colorized it. But until you colorize The Walking Dead, I'm not reading it. It's the same way with with watching all them older TV shows. The only thing that I've ever watched in black and white was the Clerks movie. Uh-huh. And e- even then, I'm waiting for Ted Turnerize it or pull a you know, Here George Lucas on it. Here we go again with this shit again. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't hide the fact, man. I... I'm a Kevin Smith fan, dude. If Kevin's talking Smith, about Kevin Smith, I'm talking about the Ted Turner colorizing. I'm telling you, Ted Turner is, is re, Turner reinvented Vision. everything. Turner Vision is the bomb, dude. Can't lie about about that. He also brought us WCW. Up oh, here we go with the wrestling trivia. Oh, here we go. Well, speaking of wrestling, we might as well throw in that. Uh, even though AJ Lee was getting a, a nice little storyline going and it was about to be really cool with Paige. Next thing you know, she's just retired. And you know everybody's everybody's crying about it like we're gonna miss you. And I'm like like if you're stupid enough to fucking marry CM Punk, you deserve to just fucking retire. You know what I'm saying? Well <laughs> I mean she's uh she's a talented young lady with some uh in in with uh Without trying to sound chauvinistic here, with some, with some nice assets. Uh, so hey, I can't, I can't lie. I was in love with her till I realized that CM Punk was all up in it, and I was like, no. Oh uh, come on, man! This is going downhill <laughs> real quick. I'm out. <laughs> and and Robert, right there is how you see a podcast go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's 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 just like it's just like a flaming boner, dude. It always goes whoop after about uh, five minutes. All right, I gotta quote some Walking Dead now, Mother Dick. <laughs> now, mother now dick. Let, let's let's skip ahead. I, I know, uh, Drag. You told me that if I ever bash your favorite movie of all time, that you were going to give me hell for it. So I've saved the podcast for your experience of the comic book jerk 1989 review. What'd you think about it? I thought it was awesome how you went through scene by scene, and it was almost as long as the. Uh, feature film 
it was only 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the review of of uh, Wolverine Origins was like well, 35 minutes. Well, it was the, a three part saga. Here's, here's about the thing how about it though, man. <laughs> the, I love the movie so much that you know I love the movie so much that every time I watch it, it seems like it's only been 20 minutes. It does, man. But what makes me mad about the whole movie is is going back and being like, man, Lando Calrissian was the bomb, dude. And they gave him just a short cameo stint. And then in the in the next film, he didn't even come back. <laughs> well, it's like I would love the to only, see the, uh, the, so the, really the only gripe different. that I have about it. And you kind of redeemed yourself at the end was the negative uh, view on Bob the Goon. Oh yeah, well I had to give Bob the, Bob the review he he deserved. Even if Sarah McLaughlin had to sing the the memorial to him, because I will remember you. <laughs> hey, that 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 was absolutely unexpected. You know, you know Bob, Bob the goon. Bob the goon may have not have been the goon that the '89 Batman fans wanted. But he was the goon that the 89 Batman fans deserved. Bob the goon got his own action figure. That's he right. did. Yes, and he and did. I, even, I even included a picture of that uh, that in my review, man. He did. When we get off, you definitely got to check out that review because I, I do so much as, as to give Lando Calrissian his due by adding Jim Carrey as the mask on the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> and believe me, that, that, that 10 sec or that two and a half the three-second clip took me almost four hours to do, dude. I had to literally cut him out of the frame to put him in there. And I was thinking, why am I working so hard on a review that's probably going to get like 100 reviews? But that's, that's what I do. <laughs> Phenomenal. It's, Phenomenal. It's, it's wonderful, sir. Yeah, it, it sucks that the only comment that I got on YouTube was, dude, I got so high before I watched this. <laughs> <laughs> That was the only comment I had on the actual video. I was thinking, okay, thank you, Travis Gamer, for enlightening me on how high you Good old Travis Gamer. I'm telling you, man. When there when it comes to when it comes to people from Canada, he's one of my favorite Canadians. I don't care what actor that comes out of Canada or how many Smallville episodes you watch and realize it was filmed in Canada. But <laughs> that is one Canadian you gotta love. Yes, he is. Here's, now another here, thing. There's a Travis Gamer. There's yeah, I'll I'll toast to that. Hold on. I don't know. Chris Jericho's not so bad. Nah, yeah. Have you have you seen the interview where he punched the dude out while he's trying to get to his car? I, I yes, yeah. yes, yes. You seen that too? Yes. Here yes. we go back to the rest. <laughs> but here's 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 another thing. We we just uploaded a um, um, a new video to our, our brand new comic book jerk gaming page that we just posted. Well, we'll and, have uh, it uploaded once I figure out how to get the right. No, I'm I'm talking about double agents. Now, oh, okay. in Battlefield Hardline, you'll get bored quick because all you're doing is driving around in circles. But me and a friend of mine from Texas has put together a little video where we, we teach a new game mode. And the game mode consists of your friend getting on the opposite team, getting in a squad of, of how you know the max amount of people in the squad, and then while he's standing there doing jack shit, 
people are spawning on him, and while they're spawning on him, you're stabbing them and you're shooting them, and it's like a new form of spawn killing that I don't think anybody has ever ever come up with. So the central premise is cops and robbers. Well, you know, you always got a double agent in there, somebody that's that's taking a little undercut under the table. Well, I just had him stand on a ledge and let all of his partners spawn on him, and each time they spawned, I would run up, stab them, or shoot them, and they just wouldn't learn, man. It was like, why do you keep spawning if you know that I'm going to instantly kill you? So basically, what he's saying is, he is telling everybody another way to be an asshole online, <laughs> and to cheat while playing video games. No, it's not cheating at all, but it is being an asshole. <laughs> it is, it right is after- totally cheating when you got so, when you got your buddy that should be in your squad playing on your team on an opposite in squad chat. in party chat and on another squad while his people are spawning on him and you kill him. Yeah, I understand. They probably shouldn't spawn on him. Dumbasses keep doing it. But here's the thing about it, man. You know as good as I do when you get that one person that pulls some shady shit that you don't stop. It doesn't matter if you get killed 30 times. You don't stop until you get him back. You get revenge, man. You got to get that. Re- but the funniest part about that video is in in Hardline, it's a new take on Battlefield because you can actually spray paint your gamer tag on top of their face. So after I would kill them, I would spray paint you suck right over their bodies. And even though we was in hardcore mode and they couldn't see it, the funniest part was is they could hear it. They could hear me going each time I stabbed them. And at one point, the dude jumped off the ledge because he knew that if if he spawned there again, he gets spawn killed. Well, that was when uh, that was when my my partner would say, "Hey, dude, he jumped off the ledge and he's on another roof." So I jump on another roof and parachute down on top of him and take his tags. Dude, <laughs> you talk about hilarious, man. There's no better game mode than the than the one I created. Double agent. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, coming soon to Comic Book Jerk Games. Um, my, 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 I got banned from EA Sports video. <laughs> Did we get banned got, again? Oh, I'm, I'll probably get banned after this video. When they pop up, there'll be there'll be so many flamers on the on the forums going, "Man, I can't believe he spawn killing like that." Because you remember in Bad Company too, we used to get spawn killed like mofos, and getting spawn killed sucks so bad that. That people bitched about it and complained about it on the on the battle battle log forums and stuff like that, till the point where they wouldn't allow you to even go to the enemy spawn point. Like you would you would reach the spawn point and it would say you're outside the objective. You know what? You. You, you know what? I've got it right now. We we've been talking. Uh, eventually, we're going to be giving out some prizes on uh, on the comic book jerk show. Oh really? Yeah, eventually. Um, it, I, this is I, my show. You didn't tell me about it. <laughs> well, it happens. But anyway, what I think what the first trivia question is is when the episode we finally do to where we give something away. I think I want the question to be this, and I think you're going to love it. How many times in the episode did you reference Battlefield Bad Company too? Because you have referenced <laughs> it in every episode we've done so far. Oh, man, you can't ask a question like that. That's way too hard, man. <laughs> That's way too hard. You don't want somebody sitting there with a checklist going, he said <laughs> Battlefield, he said Battlefield. That's my favorite game, man. Like, out of out of all the systems I've bought, the only reason I bought them is probably because of Battlefield. No, I'm talking about just not Battlefield, but Battlefield Bad Company 2. 
Oh, well, it's 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 the game among games, man. It's what broke me and your addiction to Modern Warfare and Call of Duty. Like, if we never reached the potential to play Bad Company 2, then we would have still been playing Call of Duty like these other noobs going, man, this best game no, ever No, if we hadn't have... Uh, run and die, run and die, run and die. If we hadn't have started playing Battlefield Bad Company 2, I wouldn't be still playing video games. I would have done gave it up. That's true. Well, you know what time it is, Drac. It's time for me to open another beer. <laughs> let's talk a little bit about the Avengers Age of Ultron trailer. Now, now, Robert, just because uh, if if we get off subject, because we tend to do that because we're ADD a little bit. Nope. Now, <laughs> um, if, if there's anything that we talk about that you want to chime in, man, feel free to, brother. Because, I mean, we want to hear your thoughts, not just on, on, on big old box of stuff, but we, we're trying to get to know... Mr. Robert Rice, you know what I'm saying? You know, yes, sir. You know, I, I, I was wanting to ask a question. Uh, Drac was telling me that before you started this big old box of stuff, you used to run a diner. Uh, no, I didn't run a diner. I'm just a uh, restaurant manager. Oh, restaurant manager. I right? say restaurant okay. business, and he went with so, diner. Yeah, no, that's yeah, yeah that's uh, fine. That's fine. It, it's way over my head here. When Drac says one thing, <laughs> I think about 14 different <laughs> other things. So what I was wanting to, to ask everybody tonight is if you had a sandwich completely made of stuff that you wanted the sandwich to be made of, and, you know, like, say it's called the Robert Sandwich, Drax Sandwich, or, or the Comic Book Jerk Sandwich, what would you have on that sandwich? Like, say it's it's a huge kick-ass sub sandwich with anything you wanted on it. What would your toppings be, and why? Uh. Let's start with you, Drax. All right, wait a minute. First of all, Ain't nobody said they worked at Subway. <laughs> Your woman used to work at Subway. She did, and she make a hell of a sandwich. I got me one great sandwich maker, I tell you. All right. I don't know. Let's see. The Fat Daddy. What would the Fat Daddy be? <clears throat> It'd be 12-inch, uh, probably pita bread. Uh, oh, you bread. Pita or flatbread. Um, steak. Uh, a little bit of ranch and some ch- and uh, uh, sriracha. Uh, some Damn, you're uh, going sweet and spicy. Oh yeah, um, some, uh, me- some some chopped jalapenos, some red onions, and probably some banana peppers. Damn, with some and then deep fried. And oh, deep fried that shit. oh yeah, <laughs> dip it in grease. <laughs> Dip it it's, not the, it's not the answer that we needed, but it's the answer we deserve. That's right. <laughs> what about you, Robert? What would your ultimate sandwich be? Oh, my God. Uh, the Robert Special, or do you want to call it the big old box of stuff? The big old box of stuff special. That's <laughs> a special on the menu tonight, boys. <laughs> Let's do a um, Kaiser roll. With some honey Dijon mustard. Now you're not saying casserole, are you? Like, would it be like a big casserole? Hey, thing? Oh, hey, honey, honey, Dij- honey Dijon on a Kaiser roll. Oh, a Kaiser roll. I got you. Kaiser roll with uh, ham, turkey, roast beef, pepperoncinis, some red oh, yeah. onion, lettuce. Throw in some. Uh, put some pico on there instead of tomato. Give it a little bit of a Hell kick. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about right there. Damn, my sandwich seems fucking cheap and generic compared to everybody else's. 
<laughs> I feel like I got a fried bologna sandwich for y'all's fucking filet, mate, filet mignon. Damn. Hey, I, I'm from the country. I eat some fried bologna on sandwich, too. It don't matter. My shit would be nothing. Piece of left drop in some bacon. miracle whip. Mm-mm. Call me there. My comic book jerk sandwich would be like green green peppers, uh, Philly cheese steak, sub meat, uh, be lots of bacon. I, I gotta have lots of bacon, but it wouldn't be just any bacon. It'd be the honey honey baked bacon bacon, bacon bacon trucker trucker trucker. Yeah. Anyways, and I I definitely had to have pepper jack cheese on everything, man. I love pepper jack cheese. Yeah, there's something about it that's just like, damn, it's cheese, but it's pepper jack. I don't know, man. I I can't compete with y'all's red onions, though. That's right. Love them. Love them. Live by them. So. Now, we. Yeah, go ahead, Dre. <laughs> the University of Kentucky. Let's talk about it. I know. This is. I know. Isn't a, <laughs> this isn't a podcast about fucking jocks. <laughs> Jock straps. This is a podcast about geeky stuff. Okay. <laughs> if you want to talk about fucking UK basketball, then you, let's talk about how they were beat by a fucking state that is famous for their cheese. The Wisconsin <laughs> cheese state, dude. You might as well just put UK against the fucking Chuck E. Cheese basketball. Well, here's the funny thing about it. All right. So the championship game was just a few hours ago, right? And Duke yep. won. Oh. All right. Duke beat Somebody Wisconsin. farted. <laughs> Somebody farted on that note. <laughs> Duke Duke beat Wisconsin, and Somebody I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the UK UK beat Duke. So it just don't make any sense. I tell you what makes sense is UK got a little big headed dude and decided, hey, we're gonna party all night, man. We're we're going up against Cheese State. We ain't got to practice. Here we go. Practice. Here we we're go. going against Chuck E. Cheese basketball team, man. We got this. Mm-mm. Now how much? How much were? How bad were they beat? Who did they even? Did how bad was Wisconsin beat? Were they at least like a little Dude, bit? My season ended Saturday night when UK lost. Well, you sh- if you would have came into work today, you would have seen how many people pre-scheduled their vacation time to watch UK battle it out in the final four and then come to realize UK wasn't there and then they're like, oh, I got I was disappointed, man, because I was I had plans of hanging out with Chris uh, Rogers and burning the couch. Well, you know what? If you want to burn a couch, you need to purchase a game called Battlefield Hardline. <laughs> Here we go. You can actually drive a couch around the battle. Yeah. <laughs> no, let, let me make it 32 right now. Let me stop you where you're at and pull Kanye West on you. Battlefield Bad Company 2 had the hottest game. <laughs> oh, man. So, we we jumped shark worse than Fonzie in, in a fucking mug. Let me give you a sip out of this cup here. <laughs> yeah, right. So here's the thing, man. What it is is we wait so late at night to do the podcast. We're so all we, slap so happy. we're slap happy. <laughs> and everything's funnier. It's like yeah, you've ever listened to like Bob and Tom on the radio, man. It's like it's early as hell whenever they're doing their, their shows, so they're all still slap happy and that's why they're always laughing. Mm-hmm. Kicking the butt. <laughs> they hadn't been to bed yet. Dead air. Dead air. Don't let's not have that. Let's let's not have that. Should I should I sing some? 
So, hey, sing us a song, Robert. I will remember you. Round the goon. That's awesome. Now you know, you know, uh, Robert is actually a technical term for Bob, right? Yes, yes. Robert. So you're Bob. You're Bob the goon. I can be Bob, Bob the stuff. goon. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> Bob the goon. Yes, I can. All right. Well, I toast to Bob the goon. I'm telling you. Hold on, so, hold, uh, on. What, hold on, hold on. What is it? Wait, wait. I hear your creepy listen, ass listen. door moving. Listen for it. All right, Bob the Goon. Bob, Bob the Goon. <laughs> I tell you what, I do live in do live in the back country, so whenever I open my door, it does squeak like there's Michael Myers at my door or some shit. Every time, <laughs> every time funny. I open. Every, every time I open the door to go out on a porch, it's like, rick, 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 rick. So did anybody else see uh, Daryl Dixon's surprise appearance on Saturday Night Live? Yes. Yeah. Phenomenal. Absolutely. I'm telling you what, man. When it comes to Saturday Night Live, you know, this cast that they have now, I'm, I'm thinking that they're, they're almost as good as what we had back in the day when we had, uh, I don't know, like, Fuck if I know. Just, just, just leave me out of this conversation. Okay. I don't really like. I don't really like this cast, man. But I do like what they're doing, man. You don't and like. You don't. Took, you don't like Big Keenan. Keenan. We grew up with Keenan. You can't have Keenan without kale, baby. It's like peanut butter and jelly. What are you gonna do? Just throw some peanut butter on there and be like, ooh, peanut he butter said, sandwich. He said, we got cereal, no milk. He said, you got peanut butter, but no jelly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and you know, I, I'm gonna go ahead and speak on this because I I think about this a lot, man. When it comes to Saturday Night Live and not having Keenan and Kale, you know, it's 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 a damn shame that Keenan will not even talk to Kale at this moment, man. Like they're not even friends anymore. When it comes to Keenan and Kale, there is no Keenan and Kale anymore. And I mean, you can even watch the TMZ videos of Kale Mitchell talking about how you know Keenan won't even talk to him, man. And it sucks because. Um, if, if it comes to Saturday Night Live, dude, I would have loved to seen Kel on Saturday Night Live. But Lauren Michaels is like, I ain't having it. I ain't going to have Kel on my show. We got Keenan. Okay, well. We got Fat good Albert. Yeah. <laughs> got Good Burger. Home of a Good Burger. May I take your order, please? No, see, that would be Kel there, buddy. It's Exactly. That's what Lauren Michaels didn't want. He didn't want no Good Burger up in there. He said, Kale Mitchell, two out over the top for Lauren Michael. Hey, speaking of, speaking of Saturday Night Live, have you noticed how when Robert Downey Jr. and uh, and a bunch of those cast members, how their season is never really talked about? Like, nobody ever talks about how Robert Downey Jr. was on a season of Saturday Night Live. Nobody ever mentions the fact that he got his upstart from being on Saturday Night Live. I was unaware you know of this. Do you know why he's not talked about it? Are, are, and the same, is, this, is this real facts or is this Aaron dreaming this, up shit? This is, no, this is real facts, man. The reason that nobody ever talks about that season is because Lauren Michaels wasn't a part <laughs> of that season. I mean, they even they even had the dude from Mystery Science Theater. Uh, Joel not Robinson? Mystery Science, not Mystery Science Theater, but um, uh, shit. Weird Science. Michael, Michael Anthony Hall? Yes, yes. I was trying to think. Michael Anthony because Hall was Because that was even Robert Downey's first movie, wasn't it? I think so. That is right, Robert Downey Jr. He, he had the bra on his head. I yeah. mean, both of 
both of them were was on Saturday Night Live. They were Saturday Night Live cast members, but nobody ever talks about it because Lauren Michaels didn't have a part <laughs> of it. I know. When I watched that, when I watched that um, that big super special they had about the history of you know Saturday Night Live, and they had all these people come on, even Eddie Murphy and shit. I was like, why is Robert Downey Jr. not on there? Where's Anthony Michael Hall? And it's like they don't. It's like the season that they don't want to talk about. Like, oh well, Lauren Michaels wasn't so, part of it. So, so what you're talk? saying is. It's kind of like Battlefield Three. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm saying it. I'm saying it's more like uh, it's more like uh, Battlefield four, it, 1949 no, or whatever. No, it's it's more like that last season of X Men the animated series where the fucking animation got all fucking wonky and nobody wanted to watch it anymore because it was like the the fucking animation company left so jubilee looks like she's fucking slap happy and fucking got Tourette syndrome wolverine's <laughs> running around or green green and you know it's it's just awful dude or or better yet here's here's a better interpretation you can understand drac that season of batman the animated series where they fucking changed the joker into a little bitch <laughs> took his uh. took his make Hey, dude, they did. They they dumbed down the Joker, took off his makeup, and, and made his animation a lot sillier. They made the Scarecrow better, but made the Joker even worse. I mean, come on, dude. So you're saying they nerfed him? Yeah, they pretty much nerfed him, dude. I'd say somebody Aaron. got on the fucking forums of the battle log, talked about Bad Company 2, and was Aaron. like, we're going to have to... What? 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 <laughs> What, dude? All right. Well, apparently, I lost connection there for a moment. That was weird. So, oh, basically, thought, so basically, what I you're saying is they nerfed him. Mm-hmm. Yep, somebody so, got on the battle log. So, so they got on the battle log, and they nerfed just him just like, they did it, just, just, just like yeah. they did that shotgun in Battlefield Bad yeah. Company 2. Exactly. Bit, bitched about how Mark Hamill was fucking spawn-killing everybody and decided to fucking nerf his character. <laughs> You know, let's let's go ahead and talk about it. We we didn't we didn't talk about it thirty five minutes ago when we was talking about Age of Ultron. But what did you think of the trailer? Well, I think it looks cool. Um, obviously, is it worth driving we, all the way to Chicago for again? With you? Probably not with me. We stayed in a hotel room together. Remember that? Uh, separate beds. Separate beds, of course. <laughs> but we had the worst fucking Chicago deep style pizza that you thought was the bomb, but I thought was like. Dude, I am I'm fat. <laughs> so so I like food. Period. I'm fat. I like food. Now and one thing we can agree on is that fucking armor, the Hulkbuster armor looks badass. Yes. But it to does. me to me personally, you can even agree with this, it is nothing compared to fucking Ben Affleck as fucking Superman Buster armor, dude. That's that right. shit is hype. Speaking of, they also just recently I seen on Facebook the other day because I get these little advertisements for statues and stuff and you know different DC stuff. So they just released a uh, Batman uh, Dark Knight Returns uh, where Batman is wearing the uh, Superman armor and uh, oh, him and Superman, Superman are in it. They're doing a fight. They're you know it's the fight scene from the Dark Knight Returns, the comic book or comic book or from the you know the animated movie either one because i mean i was you know as far as as going along with the comic you know the animated feature there was was pretty damn close well you know a lot of here's here's how i see uh, superhero tv shows now is 
I wouldn't be such a big pussy if Superman would have been fucking badass when I was growing up. But all I had was the new adventures of Superman, Lois and Clark. That's all I had. <laughs> Blame it on Dean Cain. Hey, that yeah. Dean Cain is one fine actor. You better believe that. Oh, dude, I, I don't doubt <laughs> Dean Cain's acting ability at all. But damn, I'm dude. quoting a supernatural quote. Sorry, it's damn. <laughs> I know that episode too. That was uh, the French mistake. That's a show that I do not watch. See, this is what I like about having other people on the podcast, man, is Robert knows his geek shit, man. <laughs> and I'm a huge fucking supernatural dork, and I've watched every fucking episode, but I didn't know that. Yes. What do you think about the Age of Ultron trailer, Robert? Did you ever get a chance to check out the new one? I have not seen the new one yet, but I'm... I'm... I'm chomping at the bit to go see it. I'm dying. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I I have no fucking reason to even want to see it at this point, man. Wow. At the at the very beginning of of the trailer, like Captain America's riding his bike, and the only thing I could think of is Captain America 1990s. Oh, don't don't uh, move. No, don't. Where he was in, don't in the spandex. No tight leather suit man he's riding that motorcycle but he does something different in this one he picks up the motorcycle and throws it at somebody he says oh my bad God. <laughs> i'm like what i was like captain america has not shown that much strength in any of the captain america movies like i've never seen him pick up a fucking motorcycle and throw it wow so he must be he must be getting a super on huh. is that the same captain america notice. that fought one <laughs> 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 Fuck and, you, and, Red Skull. And, and you'll notice something, uh, Robert. Uh, the more beers he drinks, the more F-bombs he'll drop. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's it's like, get the hell out of my way. Now, me and Robert was having a really great conversation earlier about Teddy Ruxpin, dude. <laughs> I want to know more about this story that you, you was starting to talk about. And I was like, save it for the podcast. I want to know about Ozzy Osbourne being played in Teddy Ruxpin, dude. Now you, can put, you can put a Ozzy Osbourne... Uh cassette and teddy rotspin and it's it's pretty freaky it'll, it'll really freak you out it almost makes me want to go on the internet just, and buy a teddy rupskin just for that purpose <laughs> alone it would be worth the price trust me now a lot of people didn't the, know man the moon uh, mm-hmm. yes <laughs> yes <laughs> suicide solution that'd be a great one yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now does, does everything that you play in a teddy rupskin sound like uh like that dude, it was like bee bop 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 the scat man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I used to I used to have one of those two XL robots. I had to Google it before we even had this podcast because I could not figure out what this robot was called. But they had a robot that used to like read stupid stories like Dracula and stuff like that. And like you would put a regular cassette into it, and it would be like ten times the speed. It was like, uh, what the hell is going on? It was like they, <laughs> it was like their own form of um, copyright. Right, you know, we're like, oh well, our our device is going to play everything ten times the speed of everything else, just All so nobody. Right. So you get the chipmunk version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get the chipmunk version of everything, dude. Chipmunk seen out, seen Ozzy Osbourne. That'd be great. I could, I could hear it now, Mister Crowley. That's crazy. So um, let's let's talk a little bit more about. Uh, Big that box of stuff. No, yeah, oh yeah, the the webisode. <laughs> I forgot yeah, the about webisode. the Yeah, AMC announced today that uh, a webisode is going to be aired where Glenn dies. Yeah, apparently the actor that plays Glenn's contract ran out, 
So he's going to appear in a webisode where he actually dies instead of actually coming back for the season premiere of The Walking Dead. <laughs> you, know, you, you guys you guys are about six days short yeah i know april fools was a couple of days it was about yeah it was about six days ago so april fools everybody hi we got you we don't need no hate so, mail talking about us giving spoilers you know i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest with you dude when we did that last podcast i you know i, I didn't think we had anybody even listen to the shit and then i got like two or three messages on my facebook what the hell are you doing it's like, dude, I listened to like 30 seconds of your podcast and you got spoiled the fucking Walking Dead season finale for me. And I was like, well, you should have watched this shit live like I did. <laughs> on I same like, TV. I'm like, the shit's, the shit's played back to back on AMC till 5 o'clock in the morning. It's like, they'll play the fucking season finale, then they'll play Talking Dead, then they'll play the season finale, and then Talking Dead. But they don't never give no respect to comic book men. They play it one time, they're like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> You know, there, there, was time, there was a time. There was a time I remember when Comic Book Man was an hour long, dude, and that was the hour that I was waiting. I was like, oh, "Is the Walking Dead over yet, man? I'm ready to watch Comic Book Man, dude." And now it's like you watch Comic Book Man; and it's thirty minutes long. You're like, "God, dude, this show used to be so much better when it was an hour long." <laughs> but but I like it better this way because you know back when it was an hour long, they only gave them six six episodes but now they're giving them a couple more episodes now speaking speaking of 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 the comic book men do you remember Mm -hmm. the episode with nichelle nichols no oh yeah where they had to go find her action figure and then when they told her the price she's like oh i thought you were just going to give it to me Mm -hmm. all right so i don't know robert are you a star trek fan i oh yeah oh yeah Okay, so I'm just going to be honest with you, man. We are comic book jerk, and sometimes we say stuff that might not make people happy. So we met Miss Miss Nichols at yep. a comic convention a couple of years ago. Did we? And yes, remember we asked to do an interview. And oh, she said, yeah. She said, and it's who are you guys? And we said, we're comicbookjerk.com. She said, I've never heard of you. I'm not wasting my time. And then she walked away. Wow, you're kidding me. Oh, my gosh. That's insane. A big raspberry for uh, Michelle Nichols. Well, I got a big big raspberry for fucking Austin St. John. I mean, for the Red Ranger and me growing up thinking, hey, man, with all this beef between him and uh, Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, you know, he's got to be a cooler dude, you know. But no, I went up there to get an interview with him, this Lexington Comic Con, and they told me, they said, if you want to interview Austin St. John, you're going to have to send him a Facebook message to his official fan page. And I was like, I've been standing in line for 35 minutes for you to tell me that. Wow. So now I can't, I can't even walk up to him and say, hey, dude, you know, you were an inspiration when I was a kid, dude. Because I grew up on Power Rangers, man. I'm probably one of the biggest Power Rangers geeks ever. And I mean, I've, I've got... You know, still I've got some action figures to to back my shit up. You know, I had the original fucking all the Power Rangers except for the pink and the yellow because you know, I ain't. You didn't want the girls. Yeah, I ain't with the girls, man. I was trying to beat. <laughs> I was trying to be the Power Rangers. So I thought in order to be the Power Rangers, I had to be. I had to be the Black Ranger. I had to be the Blue Ranger and the Red Ranger, and I had to get that kick-ass Green Ranger shield. But then they come out of the White Ranger, and I was like, I'm fucking done with Power Rangers. Take that shit back. <laughs> so, also bouncing around, the ADD's kicking in again. We have a thing on uh, Comic Book Jerk that uh, started from the very first time we ever actually did a con. Is it what's pissed me off? 
No, no, it's oh. not what pisses me off. It's the question. So, uh, oh, worst comic book movie ever. Yes. Yeah, so we asked. I have heard all of this, this for a long time. All the celebrities that we uh, that we talk to. Uh, and most of the people that we talk to that are in cosplay or whatever at the cons, we always ask them, and I'm going to ask you, Robert, in your opinion, right. what is the worst comic book movie ever made? The Eric Bama Hulk. Wow. Oh, and I've got that on Blu-ray right now, dude. And you know what's fucked up? I'm going to tell you a story about this, Robert. The... Are you you're with me? You guys with me? I'm just, I'm oh, yeah, just shocked yeah. you said. Okay. I'm just shocked that you said you have it on uh, Blu-ray. Go ahead. Well, it doesn't work. <laughs> no, look, it's so fucking cheap that it only plays half the fucking movie, dude. Wow. It gets to the point where the dude brings out the fucking dog, yeah, Hulk thing, mm-hmm. and then it's gone. Mm-hmm. Which is but, my favorite part of the movie. I actually do like the movie, but that's that's well, me. The the first time I ever seen Ang Lee's Hulk. Somebody brought a pirated version of it. It was on a just a regular fucking CDR disc. Hmm. But if I if I'm not mistaken, Nick Nolte is his dad in the movie, right? I think so. And he is the absorbing man. Is he? Yeah, he's he's a generic version of the absorbing man, but apparently he's also the Hulk's dad, and that's kind of stupid. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Agents of Shield rectified the absorbing man. Agents of Shield made a cool. Oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I hate I hate Agents of Shield, but that episode I really liked it mm-hmm. a lot. He's like, I but, don't like your product, but hey, that one, anyways, that one thing. We cool. we um, I was sitting over at a friend's house, man, and he lives in a fucking dungeon, dude. We would sleep at his place and have parties, dude. And you know, he lived in a basement, so you know, you could go outside and not know what time of the day it was. But he brought a copy of uh, Ang Lee's Hulk three or four days before it ever came out in theaters, and it was a it was an HD quality type thing, man. Back when you can actually fit, you know, four four eighty resolution on a fucking CDR file. But we watched that shit, and there was a part where Hulk was smashing those fucking tanks and ripping the top off. Well, the this, the disc was glitching really bad, so the whole time the Hulk was ripping these tanks apart, he didn't have no fucking pants on, dude. So all we seen was a bare naked fucking Hulk rampaging through the fucking. Not <laughs> shitting you a bit. Like it would glitch, and you would see his ass cheeks ripping apart. Shit I was like, is this really part of the fucking movie? Is this such a bad movie that he's running around butt fucking naked, tearing up tanks? I'm shit you not. Till this day, I will never forget watching Ang Lee's Hulk for the first time. Wow! But, but at least they attempted to explain uh, the 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 reason why he had purple pants on in that movie. Yeah, that you was know? that was that was probably the best. I, yeah, I can appreciate that. Yeah, I can't appreciate nothing from Ang Lee's Hulk, especially <laughs> not after watching watching Brokeback Mountain about six times, which I've yet to do. Dude, it seemed like every relationship I'd ever been in had always ended up with them being like, hey, let's watch this movie. I'm like, well, we're watching Brokeback Mountain. I'm like, I'm out of here. Can I fucking leave? I'm like, oh, I better not leave. This chick won't dig me if I leave and not watch Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> See, that's, that's the reason why he likes going on bro dates, because we usually go watch superhero movies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, except except me and me and Drac hasn't been on a bro date since Punisher Warzone, which was mentioned. <laughs> oh yeah, and I mentioned oh, something to it. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, that that's not that's that's not true. We had that bromantic getaway to Chicago to where we went and seen the Avengers. Yeah, we did we did see the Avengers, but uh, 
I mean, to to drive almost fucking 800 miles to see a fucking movie was ridiculous. We didn't even know C2E2 was going on. And to be honest with you, we just walked up there and said, hey, this dude, you know, I was just like, hey, I I wrote like two or three articles for comicbookmovie.com. Can I have fucking press passes? And he was like, yeah, uh, we don't see you on the list, but we'll go ahead and give it to you. We drove nine hours to get here. Mm-hmm. That'll be an ultimate experience unless somebody actually sponsors us to go to like New York Comic Con or you know San Diego Comic Con. But I, w- I probably won't be going back to Chicago until somebody actually says, "Hey, we got you everything booked." Because I spent my entire college tuition on that shit. It was one hell of a trip, that's for sure. It definitely <laughs> was, man. And and to be complete fucking douchebags to Val Kilmer like we was to have him be a douchebag back was amazing. <laughs> I wasn't you know, a douchebag. I just simply asked him what was the world's worst comic book movie. Robert what? didn't have a bit of problems answering that question. <laughs> Most of the people we talked to don't have a bit of problem answering that question. All he had to say was, "I don't know, probably the Batman movie I was in." No, no, he was, no. <laughs> what he said, what he said, I remember it specifically. He was like, "Oh no, no!" Like we answered that. a question. It's like, I can't, oh, I can't that. answer that, man. Oh, yeah. But, you know, the funniest part about me posting his panel is I've never had so many fat man comments on my fucking wall in my life, dude. I had over a thousand comments telling me that, God damn, Val Kilmer's got fat as a motherfucker. <laughs> he was he was quite like, portly. Like, I, I can't I can't remember how many times I read that that fucking comments and seen how many people said, what did he do? Eat Batman? <laughs> <laughs> But then, you know, and we've talked about this probably the past two because it's one of those experiences we love to share with people. You know, and then I was like, well, can you at least say I'm Batman? And he's like, no. Next question. And wow. I'm like, what the hell? And, and it sucks because I raised my hand that whole entire panel after that, and he would not even fucking glance at me. He would look away from me after Drac asked him all these questions. He wouldn't even talk to me. And I was going to ask him something simple, like, hey, would you ever think about fucking reappearing in Top Gun 2 or something, you know? I was going to ask him something legitimate, you know? I wasn't going to fucking even mention Batman, but he wouldn't even try to fucking even look at me. <laughs> Got a killer story for The Doors Part 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Morrison well, comes he, back. <laughs> he, he talks. Well, you know, you kill a main character, you know. <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm telling you, dude, meeting Val Kilmer was the most fucking amazing experience of my life. The one thing he did let me do was actually walk up to him and give him a comic book jerk button. That was really cool, dude, because, I mean, I've watched the Doors movie probably religiously. I could probably sit back and quote that movie, you know, like, awake, shake dreams from your hair, my pretty child, my sweet one. You know, I could, I could do that shit, or let's swim to the moon, you know. Tombstone. I could do that shit yeah yeah i mean it's 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 crazy it's an unbelievable experience to meet somebody that's grown up speaking of comic book jerk buttons uh here in a couple of weeks robert we plan to uh have some made and we would like to send them to you to uh give away uh in your uh big old box of stuff if you don't mind that sounds awesome yeah that'd be that'd be phenomenal yes absolutely yeah and uh, so, uh, real quick though, because it, it is getting—it's—we've—we've we've passed our hour mark, and uh, we don't—we don't go by the hour mark. I man. know we don't go by the hour mark, but uh, my wife does. So, uh, <laughs> oh, 
So we've passed the hour mark. So real quick, I just got I got to ask you. You're you're filling these orders for the launch, right? Yep. What 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 has been? And I'm not asking you to tell us who got it or anything like that, because nope. you know maybe it's a surprise. But what has been, other than uh, the, the the figure you were telling us about earlier, what has been the most interesting thing that you felt so far? The most interesting thing that I've felt so far, like, like requests that you got from the surveys. Oh gosh. Um... I would have Drum roll, I, would, please. I would have to say the Night Stalker really, really okay. impressed me. That that one really impressed me. Hey, that that was that time that you slid down the bat pole, man, and got the bat. <laughs> it is just it in is. time to fill that order. I did. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Told. Now I want to I want to tell you this, Drac. I'm going to drop this on you, man. We have officially launched our uh, comic book jerk Instagram, which I'm going to be uh, trying to include clips of some of the comic book jerk reviews and hopefully some of. Uh, Roy's Thor cousin clips to see if anybody in Instagram. So if you guys want to like or subscribe, you know, definitely check out that Instagram. But also check out big old box of stuff because I mean this is this is a company right here that you can sit behind and say I'm not going to get a bunch of junk. I'm not going to get a fucking you know box of shit. <laughs> you know you're going to get something tailored to you. You're going to get something that you really fucking love and enjoy. Now Robert, but, tell us what that web address is. The address is uh, bigoldbox.com. Bigoldboxofstuff.com. Dot com. Is it big old box of stuff or big old box? I'm sorry, big old box of stuff dot com. I tell you what, man. I, I swear, I, I I I believe somebody's sitting back right now and being like, "Damn, how did he get that username, man? Like, how did he get that dot com and that domain domain name?" Funny funny Damn. thing, I actually I actually was going to. Uh, Name the company Big Old Box of Stuff and Things. <laughs> let's, 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 let's. Another Walking Dead reference there, guys. Yeah, exactly. You, exactly. You ought to just you ought to just take that dom- domain name just in case somebody actually tries to go to that. Actually, the funny thing is, is I actually bought a domain name, name for that, and then uh, and then when I decided for the Bobo. I went ahead and bought another one. <laughs> you know, domain names are really hard to come by nowadays, mm-hmm. man. So pull off getting big old boxes. So actually, stuff. I kind of had both of them. To be honest with you. Well, here's yeah. the fun. Here's the thing about that. That's really interesting to me is that you know, you know, big old box of stuff has has affectionately become known as Bobo or Bobos. Mm-hmm. But when I hear the name Bobo, you know what pops up in my head? The Sasquatch hunter. The Sasquatch Hunter, exactly. But that's okay because that's a great reference with big old box of stuff. Because Absolutely. Bobo from the Sasquatch Hunter is a big sum of gun, and these boxes are they're they're big. There's a lot of big stuff in these boxes. So I mean, it's it's so just think Bobo. It's getting squatchy up in here, man. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> that's right. It's not. It's squatchy. It's squatchy. I'm telling you, man, that's that's really cool that you could secure a domain name like that and it not be taken, man, because everything's taken nowadays, yeah. man. Like, whenever I got Comic Book Jerk, I was like, oh, my God, nobody's took this name yet? I was like, that's just perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, comic Book Jerk? I mean, you like comic books, but you're also a jerk. I mean, you're essentially Kevin Smith's little skinny, you know, blonde-haired cousin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But it is no, that time not of the- not actually related to Kevin Smith. 
No, no. Kevin Smith only replied to me one time, and he liked one of my posts. I sent him on Twitter and never spoke to me again. But anyways, he would probably get a kick out of the 1989 review. He'd probably rip my asshole or something about it. But one, anyways, it's... One thing I know Drac would... Let me, let, me, let me do one second here. One thing I know Drac would appreciate... Oh, we got plenty of seconds. Is I've got, uh, I've got over 150 questionnaires filled out, and Batman has been checked in every single one of them. Wow. Every Booyah, questionnaire that I've gotten has had Batman checked. You know what you you know what would be really cool, Robert? If you had an actual f- spreadsheet of like, you know, like a, a a bar and chart of the most requested box of stuff. That's actually in the works. Like He's Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I'm giving you some homework. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Robert's like, I've already done that homework, man. You just take that back to the bank, baby. <laughs> but it's that time, Drac. It's time to talk what, you know, we promised last week. I promised a My Little Pony review of the latest I episode. really thought we were almost going to get by without that. You were almost about to get past the My Little Pony. You know, I'm not really a brony anymore. I was a brony, you know, the first or second season. But now, My Little Ponies has turned into motherfucking Lord of the Rings. (laughs) (laughs) I have now dubbed season five of My Little Pony as Lord of the Ponies. Because now they have have this big epic quest that they've got to go on. And they've got this map because the Tree of Life or whatever the hell that is. And, you know, whatever the hell that lockbox is is finally it's open. It's good weed, homie. It's Lord of the Ponies, baby. You ain't going to see you ain't gonna see Gollum in this, this Lord of the Ponies. But you might see Jessica bitching about how she don't want to go nowhere. Yes. She's going to sit around with Spike, you know. Of course, yeah, you don't sure. know who that is. And Rudolph and, <laughs> and Prancer and Skippy and, 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 and but, uh, Lancelot. But, and, hey, dude, I've, I've been wa- I've been a been watching my little ponies forever and i believe most of it's due to our uh jackass alumni mike holman who uh used to fucking i don't know he appeared in like uh who may or scene. may not have been in jackass <laughs> he, he he appeared in a deleted scene of jackass you can't find anywhere online apparently he was a monkey or some shit i don't know I've, you you could google you know who the fuck is mike holman because apparently he was on Jackass, but yet he wasn't. And apparently nobody from Jackass knows who he was. But anyways, he made me to be a brony. And, you know, for past couple of years, I've watched My Little Pony, dude. And season five has just become this unepic fucking... It was just like the last season, season four's finale should have been the end of My Little Pony because it was epic. But somebody actually sent me a video today of the first two episodes of the original My Little Pony... Instead of the friendship is magic one, thank fucking God that shit's canceled. <laughs> you know I'm that Robert is going to be what, listening to this and just shaking his head. Who? Harrison. Oh, Harrison? No, Harrison's, Harrison's probably, I don't know, man. Harrison's probably sitting back right now and fucking giving props to the guy that did Unleash the Fanboy's latest article on the review. Speaking of which, check out UnleashTheFanboy.com because there's some older podcasts that I did before that, and there's almost 50 episodes of Comic Book Jerk Madness and that son of a bitch. And Harrison said he couldn't be here this week, and he said uh, hopefully next week, you know, he'll he'll jump in on the podcast and keep the podcast rolling for him because uh, he had some stuff to do in Cali. So I'm hopefully going, going back. back back to Cali. To Cali, Cali. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been. 
Can't go back. <laughs> can't go back to Cali. Never I ain't been. never been there. <laughs> so, Drake, I'm I'm surprised you didn't uh, <clears throat> you didn't bring up any of the uh, madness that's been going on with you. What madness is that? The fact that you ain't got Bad Company Two or Battlefield Hardline. I got Ooh. Battlefield Four. Well, it has been a great night with you guys, and we're going to have to wrap up the podcast. We, we, we went a little bit over time, but there's never over time when it comes to doing the podcast because we don't have a time limit here. Any, yeah, any final right. thoughts? We stop our podcast when our old ladies tell us to. Now, now I do want to mention this before we go off here. Uh, Drac posted a really kick-ass video on the comic book jerk gaming page. And uh, today it was flagged in over 250, com- 250 com- or countries. Wow. Because uh, he used the I Am the Real American theme song in his videos. <laughs> so we had to dispute that and say, hey, this is just gameplay video. Now, Drake, you was mentioning something to me. You paid for these games. You bought these games, and PlayStation 4 says you can share these games. So go ahead and, and rant, rave. Tell us a little bit how you feel about if I'm going to post a game share video that's you know, right. why you know i mean i i paid i've got close to a hundred dollars invested in this game and to be honest with you you know it's the only game that i have that i have this type of money invested into it where i, I don't like the online play the online play on the game sucks for one you can't you can't even do tag team man if me and you wanted to get in a tag team and go against some random we things, would have to go into play. our settings and set up our preferences to where it's tag team first both of us in order to do that, and it's, that's ridiculous. And and then they would end up putting us on a, uh, opposite teams, so we couldn't fighting even be a tag team together. Yeah, fighting against each other. I mean, it's ridiculous. So I mean, I only play the on, or I mean the, the the single player or or exhibition, whatever you will, you know, versions of it. I love to play on the WWE Universe part of it. But the thing about it is, though, I bought this game. I paid for all the DLCs. I bought the season pass. So, I mean, I've got, you know, I'm about 100 bucks in. And for them to flag me after sharing a damn gameplay video, yeah, I dubbed over it and I talked shit about Michael Cole all the way through it. But that's Which me. should be used under fair use, man. That's That falls under fair use straight up. I mean. Google, you're overstepping your boundaries. Exactly. Now, now, speaking of one thing we need to wrap up the night with, man, is it's coming very, very close to the end of Arrow and The Flash, and uh, we got to bring up the last episode. Have you watched it yet? You talking about the Trickster episode? I'm talking about the, uh, yeah, I'm talking about the Flash episode. Well, that last would, episode. Be Did you Mark finally Hamill. get a chance to check it out? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me that. Like, was- it was like everybody else said. We saw the Trickster. We heard the Joker. Exactly. (laughs) Now, what do you what do you think this this? Well, we also got got a chance to see that uh, Doctor Wells isn't actually Doctor Wells. No, he is the Reverse Flash. And it's it's weird to see who they cast as Reverse Flash, aka the man in the yellow suit. But what I want to know is is Gorilla Grodd supposed to be uh, Curious George? You are. <laughs> I've seen that same Mimi, dude. If you want to Mimi something, you got to Mimi those two together, yeah. man, because it's Curious George all grown up. 
I can't believe anybody. You are totally dedicated to seeing Gorilla Grodd. It's like it's been. What, I've never seen you this excited in seeing a TV show in my life, dude. Not even since the first season of I'm Walking just, Dead. You are so totally like excited for, for I'm them just, to bring Gorilla Grodd really, on. Really, really interested in seeing how they're going to portray all this and how they're how, how he's how Gorilla Grodd's going to be. I mean, is he going to be? Is it going to be a situation where we look up and we see gorilla lips moving and he's talking with his lips, or is he going to keep it completely telepathic? You know, so uh, it's That's really, you know, I I honestly feel like they're going to be true to the comic on this. I really do, but Hollywood does tend to mess with your head sometimes, and uh, I'm I'm cautious about it. But uh, if they well, do it, if they do it correctly. If they do it correctly, it's going to be the greatest television experience ever. But if they don't do it correctly, they're just going to screw it up. Now, final notes for the night, guys. Uh, you said that what three is, times. Yeah, well, it's never going to be the final notes when it comes to this podcast. But final we, countdown. Robert, I, I'm, I'm just interested in knowing, like, do you read comics a lot now? Or, or did you kind of break past that one? Yeah, I mean, I, I just haven't had the time to really devote to it. There's so much. The, the last thing that I really read, like, religiously and absolutely loved was obviously the Civil War series. Yeah. And Old Man Logan was phenomenal. Um, yeah, I've got Old Man Logan over here, too, uh, man. But but when it comes, just to sum it up, man, like, what would be your favorite comic book experience throughout your whole time, like, ever reading comics or even, you know, I would approach- say the most thrilling, the most thrilling that I had was um, the death of Spider-Man when Craven the Hunter oh, buried him and took Spider-Man. over him. That was so, thr- I mean, I was, I was, God, in eighth or ninth grade, and it was, I mean, every week it just—it was like a series. It was like Walking Dead. You were so yeah. anxious to see what happened every episode or now every you, issue. Are you talking about just, Craven's last hunt where he kills himself at the end of yes, it? Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. I've got it on hard. I've got a hardback of it. It's 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 pretty so amazing. Good. So good. See, I've read I've read all the Spider Mans, but I never was exposed to that until Drac actually pulled it out and he was like, "Hey, dude, you got to read this, mm-hmm. man. It's Craven's Last Hunt." And I was like, "Holy shit, yeah, dude! Loved it. This is dark. Yeah, yeah it's, it's dark. dark. Spider Man and and Herman also and the Killing Joke. Oh the yeah, Killing yeah. Joke oh, was yeah. at that time. It was a huge impact on comics. I mean, it was it was huge. What was that experience like, man? I've always wanted to, to hear the experience of, of that that moment because the only thing that I have in my history is Batman getting his back broken, and Superman dying. But mm-hmm. I never got the experience of stuff a little before that, man. It just completely reinvented comic books forever. Oh, it was phenomenal. I mean, I mean, there were there were reviews. This this comic book will make you have nightmares. This is you know. Um, it should be, and and people were talking about banning banning it because of you know Batgirl getting shot and them showing a little bit of nudity in the comic and and all that and you know through the photographs of course, but yeah, I mean it yeah, was, there's it was there's just, actually deleted frames from that man. Yeah, it, somebody actually posted online a couple of, of months ago, maybe even like a year ago, but they finally released that footage of her actually being nude. I was like, wow, they actually did draw that. They did well. Well, I've got the orig- the the first printing of it which the only way you can tell the print well besides the inside cover the killing joke is printed green 
and then they reprinted them, and I think they were like yellow and red or, or whatever. But I've got one of the first, uh, one of the very first issues of it, and it was. It's, and do not request this in big old box of stuff because it's a pride possession, that, and you're not getting the Fonzie <laughs> mug either. <laughs> Definitely not getting the Fonzie mug. That's for sure. But um, you know, you, you'll be surprised at what at what goes in there. You'll be. I think. I think a lot of people will be very surprised because there's going to be some things that you know, are going to be pretty valuable and things that are, they're just going to blow people away. Like, Oh my God, did he mean to put this in here? Um, you know, I'm not saying that everybody's going to get something like that, but there, you know, I, I want to keep it fresh. I want to keep it exciting. I want to pe- keep people, you know, interested in it and, 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 and waiting for that moment when they get the real, real, real special rare edition of whatever. You know, I can see people now posting YouTube videos like this dude just completely lost his mind and put some accidental stuff in here, man. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, who knows when I'm going to throw an original, you know, carded Star Wars figure in there. I mean, I mean, you know, it's it's definitely on the table for doing such a thing. So, so Drax, what what about you? And throughout your entire comic book history, man, I know you kind of got got a little bit late in the game, but. What would be your iconic like comic book or series that you had, man, that you just picked up? Like, well, wow. I got really sucked into the whole Marvel zombie thing, but you know, it 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 really flared out and got really well, stupid ta- towards the last few t- series of that. Well, tell tell us about it when you first got started, like man, let let our audience actually hear that that reinvigorated like well, actually, oh odd moments. The first the first one was the Army of Darkness. Versus the Marvel Zombies. Yeah, uh, that was the first one you was exposed, exposed yeah, to. Yeah, it was a hardback that I, a buddy let me borrow. And uh, it had all six issues in it. And it was just amazing because it's like, all right, I, you know me, man. I'm, I was all about the horror movies. And and I'm all about the uh, uh, the comedy Evil stuff. Dead. You know, Evil Dead <laughs> and Army of Darkness. There's, you know, that, that whole series is... Howard like, the Duck eating that brain. That's right. But, I mean, <laughs> just those movies, those those Bruce Campbell Evil Dead movies, you know, in Army of Darkness, those are some of my favorite movies of all time. So, you know, I, and I even have an evil Ash action figure that uh, I gave to my mom one year for her birthday because she's the one that actually introduced me to those movies, you know. So, uh, and, you know, she really thought that was cool. You know, not too many moms were like, hey, man, that's cool. My son gave me an action figure. <laughs> I mean, she came and jacked my Kevin Smith Silent Bob action figure I had. Oh, like, she's wow. like, I know who that is. I like those movies he's in. He's funny. I'm taking this home with me. All right, mom. You know, what am I going to do? I'm going to tell her no. No, you know, so it's like, yeah. but anyways, getting back to it, um, it, it, it was a, it was seeing, it was seeing Ash, you know, in the, the Marvel back. universe, you know, and, uh, and, and meeting up with Spider-Man and Spider-Man trying to help him out, you know, and got Captain America chasing him and then seeing the panel where the zombie Howard, the duck is eating Ash's brains. And then you're like, Oh, wait a minute. There's still a whole, you know, it, I had the hardback. So it's like. There's still a, a whole half a comic here. There's half a graphic novel going on right here. So how is Ash dead already? And then you realize it's, it's the Ash. Yeah, turn the page, and it's the actual Ash from that universe. So it's really cool. And then, you know, you go through the whole thing where he goes to, to Doomstat and all that stuff. And then at the end of it, when he goes through, you know, he gets he gets the Book of the Damned or the, the Book of Dead or whatever, Necronomicon. And uh, 
and they go through it and he does all the other books and they all do weird stuff and it's just weird that that book is there at at at, at doom's place you know so and then you got the enchantress zombie that you know enchants him and he lets her loose which causes the zombie breakout to happen inside this fortress that has been fortified all this time and then boom he goes through the time warp where does he end up the werewolf marvel world now that's a book i want to see right there i want to see the werewolf army of darkness versus the werewolf marvels because those werewolves were some jacked up werewolves although wolverine didn't look much different but you know what i'm saying <laughs> i know what you're saying, pretty man. Awesome. it seems like nobody wants to tackle the werewolf side of things man except for you know mark kidwell, mark kidwell. He's, he's like i'm doing it we're getting him on the show. I don't care. Believe me, audience, before our time is up, we're going to get Mark Kidwell on the show, man. We got to. But let me tell you about my moment, man. My my moment is a little bit simplistic. You know, it's not Aaron, nothing, like, you're cutting really out real bad, buddy. Can you hear me now? I can hear I'm you, a, but I mean, you're. it's doing like it I'm was a, before it dropped on us last week. I'm a, I'm a Verizon commercial, buddy. Can you hear me now? <laughs> But yeah, my moment is uh, a little bit more simplistic. My mine considers the Clone Saga to be one of my, you know, most iconic moments because when it, whenever the Clone Saga happened with Spider-Man, Jackal. it was the first. Yeah, with the Jackal causing all that. I like you, Robert. Man, you know all the geek stuff, man. Who would ever thought, man? <laughs> Big old box of stuff and a bunch of geeky knowledge. But I'm telling you, dude, like. I first subscribed to Spider-Man comics like, way back, like '93 and '94. Uh, what what was happening is that was back when people would actually go to door to door and they would sell magazine subscriptions to people, man, and people would subscribe to them. Well, I subscribed to um, Spider-Man and got like 24 issues over the you know the course of like two years. And I remember getting the the issue where Aunt May died and stuff, man, and I was so like. Like, it was the first comic to ever bring tears to my eyes because, you know, you've got Peter Parker sitting outside the window with a clone Spider-Man standing over Aunt May's bed, and Aunt May had just passed away, man, and it was just like one of those moments. It's like, you know, either either you own up to being Spider-Man or, you know, if Spider-Man's going to retire, somebody's got to take the mantle. So to have, like, Ben Riley say, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to own up to this, and if Peter Parker's going to run off with mary jane let him you know live his life but i'll continue to bring the legacy of spider-man it was one of those moments where like towards the end of the series you were just heartbroken because this dude that you you know fell for and this dude that you was like you know sensational spider-man you know one two three four etc all ended up with ben riley given everything that he had you know his whole life as being peter parker basically was nothing because you know he essentially ended up being the clone you know he ended up being the one that faded off into the you know it was one of those series man it was like to me it it, it trumps everything else man it trumps batman getting his back broken being replaced by azrael or whatever the hell his name was or you know superman getting killed and then them bringing four different stupid men <laughs> you know out to, to be that guy it was just one of those series that people overlook and they're like man the clone saga was the most stupidest series ever made but nobody ever looks to the ultimate spider-man and says this clone saga is the fucking stupid one the ultimate spider-man clone saga was the awful one you know 
they pretty much just took the Clone Saga, remade it in the Ultimate Universe, and shit all over it, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things, man, when it comes to comic books, man, the the Clone Saga was the one for me that really kind of captured mm. my heart and everything. Good choice. So, Drac, you got any more final thoughts for the end of the night? Uh, check out bigoldboxofstuff.com. Help my, help my man Robert over here make some money. Live the dream. <laughs> Robert, Robert, how can they get in touch with you if they want to send you a personal message or, you know? Um, I do have a Facebook page that is up, uh, Big Old Box of Stuff. Uh, get onto that and you can send me messages. Um, I try to answer each message um, personally um, and point out something that you like so that you know it's not a computer answering. It's, you know, I like to try to put my own special touch in it. Uh, yeah, just hit me up on that, and I'll, I'll answer you as soon as I can, as honestly as I can. Drag, do we have a uh, – what's what's the competition for some some swag from the Comic Book Jerk podcast? Uh, that's uh, to be determined at a later date. All right. We'll, we will determine that at a later date. I've got a uh, – tell you what, guys. I've got a uh, – I've got a Rick – from Walking Dead action figure that I'd be more willing to uh, donate whatever whatever contest you come with, uh, you can add that in your prize pack. Now is it is it one of the Todd McFarlands like what you sent me? Yes, sir, it is. Oh, oh, oh there you go, a Todd McFarlane Rick Grimes action figure. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna figure out a we're gonna figure out a contest, and I think uh, you know me we'll talk about it. We'll figure out a contest, and then I'll. Uh, I think we'll announce it next week and uh, start taking uh, entries for that contest. So Yeah, so so check out our Facebook page at facebook.com backslash comicbookjerk. And also don't forget that you can now email us at comicbookjerk at gmail.com if you have any inquiries or anything like that. Check out our gaming page. at uh, You can search for it at comicbookjerkgaming, which we actually need a lot of subscribers in order for us to you know progress a little bit. So if you like video games, check us out there. And if you want to just look at some random reviews, um, hopefully Roy... We'll release a uh, unknown holiday special that I have uh, kind of kept back in the back lines. I don't Maybe even know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, dude. Do you not remember uh, reviewing almost uh, 10 to 15 VHS cassettes as Roy? <laughs> That's in the pipeline right now. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now. It might not be this week or next week, but that is definitely in the works as a video that's going to be posted. So just keep up with the comic book jerk. Uh, you know, Facebook, the uh, YouTube page is youtube.comicbookjerk. And, you know, anything else you guys want to send us, uh, here's some shout-outs at, you know, comicbookjerk at gmail.com. And just so you know, yeah, if you uh, if you uh, hit us up at the, the Gmail address, it will be Aaron or myself that will personally be answering those emails. So if you have any questions, anything you want us to talk about, once we get the contest up and running, that'll probably be how we'll communicate with you to uh, get your prize to you. So uh, good morning and uh, hit us up. Make sure you leave us some feedback. We would like to know what you think out there. And subscribe to that Instagram page that we just set up today. And what was that Instagram? Comicbookjerk at Instagram.com? I have not figured that out yet. I mean, I, for some reason I set one up and then I had 25 subscribers in less than five minutes. So I'm like, okay, Instagram might be the way to go. <laughs> Instagram it is. 
All right. Well, that's it for this week's com- our comic book jerk show. Thank you once again, Robert uh, Rice from uh, Big Old Box of Stuff. I'm Thank Fat you. Daddy Jack. And he And is. I'm the comic book jerk. And we're out. Kick that music. From the flamers and noobs who were trolling the fans of midichlorian masterminds concocting a plan before he had an emporium up in Dorian L's and he was complaining about those movies starring Christian Bell and his manga mastermind returned again to reboot his new show with all his geeky friends like the difference in Wookiees and Tribbles and Kibbles and Bits the story comes together like a reductor twist from Harry Potter or maybe it's worse you might even curse the jerk for reminding you that everything's worse in the back of your mind he says what you never could and you never should and you never would but he could So listen up, troll, and let's go. It's time to sit back and watch a comic book jerk show. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.